Hello, welcome to another episode of Talking With You. In this episode, we'll be talking about investing strategies, specifically the way I invest. So in this episode, I'm going to be beginning by talking about investing advice and strategies that are timeless. And I think they're very important to know. And then specifically what I do for myself on the second part of it. Okay, so if you read any investing books or do any research or just talk to people about how you should invest, the easiest way people are going to tell you to do is they're going to tell you to buy an S&P 500 index funds and just hold them forever. And I would say that's a very um, smart way to invest for a lot of different people. You know, if you're a person who doesn't like to take a lot of risks, if you're a person who just doesn't want to really pay attention to the stock market, if you're just a person who, you know, would rather focus on other things and not have it focused on, you know, doing financial analysis or, you know, actually having to focus very much on the stock market, I feel like that's a very smart way to invest. You know, if you read any books like The Intelligent Investor, the little book of common sense, um, they're going to tell you like the same things, just invest in S&P 500 index fund and call it a day. And people like Warren Buffett and Jack Bogle will tell you that. Um, They'll tell you to never pick individual stocks and just put all your money into them, the index funds. And so like the examples of these would be um, VOO from Vanguard, a spy from State Street Global Advisors and FAA, FXAAIX from Fidelity. And these are just some of the funds that um, replicate performance of the S&P. And that's just some recommendations that I have for people. And so the reason why it's because, you know, the S&P is one of the most recognizable indexes and it's just something super simple and easy to know what it is and to just remember to keep buying those specific stocks. I would uh, reiterate that this is some great advice if you don't want to spend a lot of time, you know, analyzing stocks and just to thinking about it and focus on other things. Because if you own an index fund or an ETF, um, then you already have diversification, you know, which means that it is less risk since you're just spreading out all the risk over an enormous amount of companies. Because specifically in the S&P 500, you're spreading the risk out over 500 different companies and they're the 500 largest companies in the world. So that that really does decrease the amount of risk and it really um, increases your upside because the chances of 500 of the largest U.S. companies increasing in value is significantly higher than just, you know, just a couple. Um, and the risk significantly increases with each one, just having a lower amount. So yeah, this strategy is best well known as just buy and hold, which means that you're just going to be buying index funds that copy the index. Then you ideally, you would never sell the assets until you retire or you need to because the auto the fund will automatically buy and sell assets within itself to replicate the index. So you don't have to be worrying about paying attention to the news or worrying about what's happening. I would just say be careful about being sucked into funds that have extremely high um, expense ratios and high fees because um, that's where they really get you. Okay, so with all that being said, now I'll be talking about just my personal strategy out right now. I'm 21 years old and I don't have any kids and i don't have anybody depending on me for putting food on the table so i would just like to say that as a caveat obviously the way i invest right now is probably not going to be the, the way i invest probably even a year from now five years from now ten years from now when i have kids when i have a wife when i and you know i'm at a different point in my life 
So I would say right now as a 20 year old and 21 year old in college with no other really big bills to pay, I would say I could definitely be more brash and, you know, I have um, a way higher risk tolerance than someone, for example, who has a wife and kids, you know? So I would say the good thing about investing strategy is that it can change at any point in anybody's life and for everybody it's going to be different for example you know the person sitting next to me could you know have a nearly zero risk tolerance obviously that's not possible because you know investing always has risk every single time you invest every single time you buy a stock that stock has a chance of going to zero but obviously the chances of that are probably not going to happen but obviously i would like to mention that that's obviously possible because anything is possible, but the chances are slim to none. But as of right now, I would like to say that I invest about 80% in technology and I would invest like 10% in index funds and ETS. And the last 10%, I usually, I would invest in um, dividend stocks, energy, industrials, and just like purely speculative stocks that you know, aren't proven, obviously, but I just, I think that they have a chance of um, becoming something big. So I say I would not personally, I don't hold any cash. Obviously, I hold a little bit, like, just like, I would say 2% of my total portfolio is held in cash. I personally would never buy a bond. A, I, I think a bond is, it, it's it's a fixed income obviously but i personally wouldn't do it because it's just not appealing to me because i want an infinite amount of upside a bond cannot give you an infinite amount of upside it can only give you what it can give you obviously that's good and bad at the same time because if you're someone with um extremely low risk tolerance a bond would be an extremely good choice for you but i would say the you won't get a huge return on investment, which is extremely important to me because I'm extremely young. So that's why it's so important. Another thing is um, holding, obviously holding a little bit of cash, you know, for the anticipation of, you know, the market to fall because, um, but don't hold cash forever and not ever invest it because you holding cash in your uh, brokerage account or holding in your Roth it will never do anything for you. It's just gonna sit there and it's probably like, if you're whoever your broker is, is they're gonna pay you like what, 0.2% and they're gonna use your money to invest elsewhere because they probably know that you're not gonna touch it. And I don't I don't think that's a good choice, a good use of your money. Obviously, um, whatever money, I would say whatever money you decide to even put in your brokerage, you should be able to do you could still be able to invest it and you shouldn't be worried about invest like just having it sit there and being worried about it so i would say that um i invest so much in like tech and just healthcare and stuff like that is because it's they are um we've realized it more and more every single year it's that tech is so important in our lives tech is, tech is something that's infinitely scalable and it's the future you know like writing code it's it is infinitely scalable as long as you have as long as um there's internet as long as there's um the person has a phone as long as the person has internet which most people do at this point then anybody that tech that 
that any of that technology can reach anybody. And I think that's something super important to realize about tech. So being able to um, invest in that, I think is extremely important to me and um, just investing in the future. And for healthcare, I would say um, healthcare is extremely important as well because I mean, everyone's gonna get sick. Everyone um, needs healthcare when they need healthcare. You know, when you least expect it is when you need healthcare. So I think that's always an extremely important to have, for example, just insurance, so like that. I think it's extremely important to invest in because that, that is the future. And also I would like to mention that um, there are a lot of sites and there's a lot of articles, information out there that just isn't very true. Like for example, when I first started investing, I uh, read a lot of articles and you know Google and Facebook and Instagram will um, advertise a lot of different things to you. And I think that it's good to read those things, but don't ever take their word for it because there's a reason why they wrote that article. There's a reason why people do things. And I would say that you shouldn't go in thinking that people are just trying to give you free money. And I think that's simply not true. No one is gonna give away free money. That's never gonna be possible. Everyone's trying to make profit somehow. For example, that person probably wrote that article because, you know, they're getting uh, ad revenue from you clicking on it because they want to make a super clickbaity um, title. So just be aware of things like that. Don't invest too much in speculative stocks. Obviously you can, but I would say speculative stocks have a huge risk, but obviously there's high um, potential to, you know, make a lot of gains. But I would say, I would say like proven tech and stuff like that. Um, investing in um a index fund that um replicates the Nasdaq or something that's similar that only has um tech in it or something that has a good amount of tech in it um is extremely important. And although the risk is very high, obviously, but because the thing about tech is, tech can get outdated the next day. So tech always has to innovate every single day because there's so much competition because it's so easy to start because it's so infinitely scalable and it's so lucrative to do tech. So I think that's something also to look out for. But I would say I think it's high risk, high reward. And that's something that I am extremely interested in right now. Another thing I wanted to add was that I do pick my individual stocks. Like I pick my own technology stocks and I pick all the stocks that most stocks that I buy, I pick myself. I would say that um, I do a lot of um, research. I do look at some balance sheets, but a lot of the way I invest is I just think of it in terms of just trying to be a visionary, just seeing um, whether or not um, these stocks, like whatever this company is, do I see this company in the future succeeding? Do I see the trajectory of this company um, becoming bigger? Is the growth still there or is the they're already growing? Uh, they're already done growing stuff like that so i think that's very important to realize that if you can like try to think about things in terms of that then i think you can be become a really successful investor like you don't have to necessarily know how to read um balance sheets and stuff like that obviously that's really good to know you know because you don't want to um, invest in a bankrupt company you want to invest in a company that isn't making any profits and is using um is subsidizing all their growth through debt you want to be able to have a company that can actually produce a profit eventually so i think that it's good to know um, a lot of these things but it's not necessary completely but if you want to be able to um, invest in individual stocks um, i think you should be able to try to do a little bit of analysis you know 
try to just gauge where things are going, stuff like that. But I do think that anybody can pick their own stocks. But I would just say that if you don't want to be able to, if you don't want to actually put in the time and energy to do that, um, I would not recommend doing that. And y'all should let me know if y'all want to listen to um, me talk about um, the one time I should have not gotten super emotional about a certain stock. And that stock was um, Nikola, which is the electric car company. And uh, I can tell you all about that like next time because um, it's a, I would say that's a pretty long story, but I think that's a very a good learning lesson about just, you know, not getting too personal about stocks and just um, sell high. Don't sell it at a lower price than it was a month ago. So yeah, let me know if y'all want to listen to that story. And, um, and guys, uh, that's the end of uh, Stocks Part 4 and the end of the stock series for now. And I would like to thank everyone that's listening still. I really, truly, truly appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.